Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast. Where I just wet my bed! <laughs> my name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And this week, we watch Hiroyuki Kitakubo's Rojin Z. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence of? In this episode, we are under the influence of The Dreaming Tree. Did you know that it was a, a Dave Matthews wine? I just looked that up. Oh, no way. Yeah, it's apparently a Dave Matthews like collaboration. Really? He's uh, he's a uh, winemaker, I guess. I guess oh, so. Oh, I see. It says right on the back. Uh-huh. Enticing collaboration between Dave Matthews and award-winning winemaker Sean McKenzie. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Did you ever a, listen to uh, Dave Matthews? There's a weird Matthews? drawing on the back, too, by Dave Matthews. It says, Smoking Fish. Typical. Check it out. That is pretty cool. He's got a nice little pipe. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that's all about. But <clears throat> did you ever listen to him? Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I got into him like a little bit during high school because there was this guy that I knew who loved Dave Matthews Band, and he just got so much pussy, dude. So I was just like, that's the key to get these girls is to listen to Dave Matthews. Didn't pan out. Didn't but work. No. 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 Definitely right. not. But uh, yeah, hit him with the pardon pour. Let's let's, let's get this dreaming going. Pardon pour, because we are living the dream. Yeah, or we're in the dream. I don't know. Now I'm finally dreaming again since I stopped smoking pot. There we go. I guess drinking wine is no better than smoking weed. But ooh, first sip, right off the bat. Ah, ooh, you like it? Yeah. I, well, actually, wait. We gotta wait. Yeah. <laughs> we can't talk about it just yet. <laughs> But uh, now that we have them out, now that we got them all poured out, we're dreaming it. Uh, what can you tell me about this movie? This is a 1991 Japanese animated science fiction action comedy thriller. That's a mouthful. Directed by uh, Kitakubo. Is that is how do you say Kitakubo? It? Yeah, I would have to think this. And it was written by um, Kachiro Katsuhiro Katahiro Otamo. Mm-hmm. The funny. of Akira fame. And uh, also, I was interested to find that uh, Satoshi Khan was part of this. I guess this is his first um, anime that he worked on. Yeah, yeah. He had previously worked on, I guess, in your next thing. So he just hit that. I mean, that was what I was going to say. And he also wrote the script for uh, Atamo's live-action black comedy World Apartment Horror. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the little anecdote that I was going to bring up. And I I brought this, I said this to you yesterday. I was surprised that Otomo's filmography is just like so little i mean he had steam boy akira i guess he wrote this movie but his anime like once you have akira as your as your top thing it's hard to imagine you want to do anything else yeah i can imagine yeah um and i was also interested to find that roger ebert reviewed this film and gave it three stars wow I guess he liked it. R.I.P. Roger. Yeah, his remarks were, I cannot imagine this story being told in a conventional movie. Not only would the machine be impossibly expensive and, incomple- and complex to create with special effects, but the social criticism would immediately be blue-penciled by Hollywood executives. What's blue-penciled in contrast it, to like... Red it means line? like, you know, written out or, you know, mm-hmm. they would have, you know, <clears throat> looked at the script and took certain things out, I guess. Oh, I mean, if this was taken into the hands of a Hollywood liberal, I mean, this movie would already, I mean, it's decent already. It would, it would be pretty unbearable in my mind. But. <laughs> and as far as Rotten Tomatoes, 
there were zero critic reviews, which is sort of funny. I mean, I guess it has the one from Raj. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, there's no recent or since Rotten Tomatoes started, Mm -hmm. any credit reviews. Obviously, there was critics that reviewed this film, and Roger being one of them. But as far as Rotten Tomatoes, zero. And the audience only gave it a 61% based on 500-plus ratings. Do you think that's fair, 61? That's, like, pretty darn low. I don't think this movie was awful. I think it was kind of funny in some aspects of it. Yeah, that does seem low. Yeah. I mean, considering... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, we've definitely watched some movies that were probably worse than this one that had a lot higher rating, so. Absolutely, dude. We watched, I mean, just last week, we watched a really awful movie in A Women Named Amnesia. And that had no rating, so I guess that's hard to yeah. compare that to, but I don't think that's particularly fair. Uh, but before we jump into the letterbox, which I don't really have, like, the worst ratings for it, but I found some pretty good uh, comments. I'm actually bringing back my favorite category of all, iTunes Best Reviews. Because, motherfucker, we finally got a second review. <laughs> All right. 25 episodes deep. And uh, we're going to cap it with five stars from Lord Kobe. Uh, great podcast. Please watch Jinro, The Wolf Brigade. And you got it, Lord Kobe. You absolutely got it. After we put out this one, we'll be doing uh, Jinro. And this is just a reminder. If you guys want to leave us five stars uh, in our you know iTunes page, we'll pimp you out. We'll do whatever movie you suggest. I doesn't care if you're trying to promote some weird fan fiction, some fucking Pornhub video that you just put up. I'll pimp out anything, dude. Just leave us some five stars. Smash yeah, that like button. The uh, request line is open. Yeah, the request line is very open because I would much rather you guys tell us what to do than to me to arbitrarily decide this and come up with some narrative as to why yeah, I'm fucking picking it. It makes no difference to us. Yeah. We'll on, watch it. We're on no schedule. We're, we're ready to watch whatever. <laughs> the good, the bad, knows. and the ugly. We'll take it on. Almost as, like especially the ugly. It feels like that's <laughs> what we're really looking for. We love the ugly. But yeah, thanks for the uh, the five stars there, Lord Kobe, and I hope to see some more suggestions at some point. Uh, so let's just jump right into the letterbox now. So three stars by Pip McBip on February 25th, 2021. I piss in the bed. I shit in the bed. Dad, when's the last time that you wet the bed? Or have you like had an accident as an adult after like post-adolescence that you've soiled yourself? No. No. I... Even when drunk, like you never had a moment like that? Not that I remember. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> no, unfortunately, my drunken stupors were um, usually getting up and then pissing in the wastebasket or something, but not... Pissing in the wastebasket. <laughs> so at least you're like tangential. Yeah, it was never I mean, in the I, I, Yeah, I usually get out of bed, but I don't necessarily make it to the bathroom, so... Mm. I was more of a puker than I was a pisser. I never like made an abuse. Uh, a bi- excuse me. I never had an especially embarrassing puke. But the lowest of the low, and I might have said this before, was when I was uh, dressed up in yellow face as Marge Simpson, not as like a racist, uh, <laughs> racist caricature. But I was I was dressed up as Marge Simpson, and I got fucking hammered at the pregame. We get to the party. I may be ten minutes in, and I rush out. I'm in a dress, and I'm on the side of the building, and like. 20 degree weather puking my brains up power puking yeah yeah and that's that's just how you have to do it sometimes on a halloween night you need to i guess get yourself in character and that's what i was trying to do i one time puked in somebody's car which was pretty bad oh that's tough yeah it was uh new year's eve and uh 
obviously had a little too much to drink and um, don't even remember it. So yeah, somebody must. Till I got you. the phone call in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you need to clean my carpet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll have to have a whole other podcast of just puking stories. That's a good podcast. When did you fucking puke? <laughs> of all the people who I know, come on. Uh, we have another three stars by Dan P on May eighth, twenty twenty. Where did this trend of teens piloting giant mechs come from? Give me geriatric Gundam, mature Macross, elderly Evangelion. And I actually can't disagree more. I would hate to see more old people in movies. I think they have no business being on screen. I think, honestly, I'm going to really rail into old people this episode, but I would be, uh, I'm completely out on that idea. Uh, Let's just keep in uh, mind that uh, your father is quickly, uh, or I am technically... You're not elderly, though. You're 58 years old. Like, I'm talking about 65 plus. Like, that's kind of where I'm really standing. I'm Is that where the podcast ground. ends? If we even make it that far, that's, yeah. a, that's a little off in the future. If but. you can still fucking function as a podcast host at that point, then I have no reason to quit. But if you start declining uh, in terms of your, I guess, just functionality, then you, uh, you will definitely be kicked to the curb. And I'll probably just find some other... 50 year old man i don't know yeah i think we'd have to change the name yeah. me and my old man <laughs> me and my old ass dad watch anime. <laughs> yeah that that could be something that we explore it might be funny but <clears throat> i guess i would be like 30 at that point so that's still kind of funny but... i'd be all cynical as shit and, yeah you know railing on about the stupidity of anime yeah. or something you know why are there so many titties in this? <laughs> I'm so damn sick of this shit. I watched this for five years. Show me some pussy. All right. Another uh, three. I <laughs> wet my bed. <laughs> <laughs> the best cold open of the fucking movie's history. Dude. Yeah. Uh, three stars by B. Dubia M. On June 25th, 2017. I would support Trump care if it meant the proliferation of this movie's nursing bed technology. And this is a really great opportunity for Biden to just start ripping off all the ridiculous bullshit that Trump could have done. Because this seems like a a perfect idea to just throw out there. It's like, just imagine it's a bed that'll suck you off, (laughs) bathe you, and you can watch porn in it. (laughs) It's like, Mr. Biden, the pandemic is still raging. We can't be pushing out these beds right now. It's like, I miss my son. <laughs> oh, man. That's tough. Uh, another three and a half stars by Stu55566 on November 12th, 2020. The ever-expanding grasp of the military-industrial complex on display. And this is what I have to believe that the vaccines are really for. They're just being used to revitalize the boomers so they'll never fucking die. They're either getting some sort of superpowers or this is just like coding them from the inside out to be some sort of superhuman because we're going to have to have the the all out boomer war soon. And I'm scared. I mean, how many movies have the premise that the military is somehow behind like, you know, they're trying to make a weapon out of everything that, you know, any kind of new technology some kind of alien that comes down, whatever. They constantly are trying to turn it into a weapon. I mean, it's true, though. I think at some, like, in the period of... Uh, really, though? Well, I Let's mean... Let's think about whatever technology we have in terms of, you know, military. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing that we've ever developed. I mean, I'm sure they are trying to do things. But well, I was just about to maybe say... Maybe that's what it they've is. They've tried to develop bombs that they drop to make you gay. 
They've tried. I'm not fucking kidding. That's a real thing. They try to make a bomb that makes people gay. They've, you know, they have people out in the desert trying to be fucking psychics, like in uh, the man who speaks the goats or whatever that movie was about. Like, I guess it's true. Yeah. If the 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 main thought process of our government is how can this make money and how can I use this to kill people? Mm. That's the the two the two points that most of the things are coming under. True. Yeah. So here's another four stars by Clancy on February 14th, 2021. Some days it just seems like everyone in your life is conspiring to fuck up your plans to go to the beach. And this hit me hard because I had a really rough weekend trying to go to the beach. I thought I was going out there to have a uh, really good weekend by myself, but I'm going to hold off on that story until I get to the the spotlight. So we'll round these out first. Yeah, that is uh, somewhat fitting considering yeah. what you went through this week. <laughs> that's a, that's what I'm saying. The, the narratives around why I choose these movies end up working out, but it's still it's painful. Uh, another four stars by Ethan Williams, one of the most normal names we've had. Uh, February 6, 2021. This movie made me realize that gamers are going to grow up to be like 90-year-old fogey someday. Honestly, that scares me. I wonder at one point, like, that is, like, something that I've thought about before. Like, the TikTok generation right now, 70 years from now. Like, are we all going to be still plugged into social media in such a way? Or are we all going to be living out AI, avatar-type shit where we're just fucking jacked into Yeah, that is an interesting uh, thought experiment. Yeah. (laughs) What the heck are these, all these freaking video game kids going to be like when they get old? They're probably still going to be saying the N-word uh, like they uh, do on fucking Xbox Live, but, uh, you know. No doubt. Yeah, it seems like once you start saying that, you never really grow up. Uh, and then finally, I didn't actually have a, uh, a star on this one. It was just simply watched, which I thought was funny. It was watched by InJoke on June 25th, 2020. Please stop praying for my grandpa. You were making him too strong. And I just love the idea of, like, that's such a common thing. It's like, please, you know, pray for my grandpa. Keep him in your thoughts. Like, he's in the hospital right now. And the idea that it actually affects him. It's like, Grandpa, I got a thousand likes on this post. How's your fucking cancer? And he's just like, ah, it's painful. It doesn't ever really work out. But I, it, it's such a common millennial sentiment to try to garner likes for, I guess, medical success. Uh, but, Dad... Now that we've illuminated the internet's thoughts, where would you like to shine at your spotlight? Well, I really like the opening. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. <laughs> Old man crying out. He pissed the bed. Total emergency in his mind, of course. But, I mean, I, I don't think it beats out Evangelion's, uh, the end of Evangelion's cold yeah. open, but it definitely was an interesting opening. The mech connection is there and the cold open is strong in this movie, but yeah, the Shinji jerking off on a comatose Oscar. <laughs> I cannot move past that and I never will. Yeah. That's my favorite movie moment. But uh yeah, I was just like, "Oh, yeah, this is going to be uh fun." Yeah. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> uh. And then um I thought that this was the best uh, use of an air tank as a weapon mm-hmm. since uh, Chief Brody blows up the shark and Jaws. I mean, the only thing missing was like you needed a one line of like, you know, smile, you son of a bitch. Well, she did. She's like, we're going to the beach. And then she slams it through the thing. So there was the one liner, but it wasn't said by the uh, the person who blew it up, technically. Right. But I get the sentiment. You're right. That is a pretty good use. And... The whole thing where, you know, they say that it's nuclear powered and then the guy goes, well, what happens if there's an accident? 
well, the whole unit in the patient get encased in cement. Like, yeah. how would that be possible? Where is the cement coming Yeah, from? where's the cement just going to be mixed up? It's like, okay, here comes out the cement mixer. Of all the things that happen in that mech, maybe that's not the most surprising thing that a I guess a, a, a whole thing of cement would come down and encase them, but yeah. that is a little bit of a stretch. I mean, there's just tons of crazy shit in this movie. I mean, I've come to realize that anime really, there's no, you know, they don't have to have any limitations on how things happen, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, how this thing just starts to, you know, meld into all these other objects and takes on the, you know... Uh, the track, uh, whatever the yeah, bulldozers, the yeah, like yeah, that. exactly, and it just like somehow utilizes it all too. It's immediately, you know, part of its functioning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, crazy. I thought that was pretty cool though. Like as like a concept, it just mm-hmm. kind of grabs onto whatever yeah. is like around. Well, I mean, it, it's the same thing that happened in Akira. You know what I mean? In terms That's of true. like this really, you know, massive blob of whatever mm-hmm. Akira was, you know, whatever, however that was created. But uh, I guess that's... Otomo was shown as Otomo's, yeah, exactly. (laughs) He loves his, uh, you know, messed up. on fucking bullshit. Yeah. Uh, So I had a couple spotlights. And this is where I I guess I'm going to litigate my beach trip. But I just want to ask you, do you have like a a favorite beach trip that you've ever went on? Or at least a beach trip that's like especially memorable to you? Um... (laughs) I actually, I, I have a lot of... Uh, memories about the beach. I can't say that I have one, you know, specific memory of one that stands out. Because I mean, being in New Hampshire, yeah, you know, we had you know Hampton Beach, and I mean, I, it's just too many stories. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I Hampton's actually a pretty dope beach. Of all the beaches I've been down in North Carolina, I liked Hampton a lot. But my fucking beach trip this week was an absolute disaster because. I was supposed to go up there with Kendra on a like a birthday weekend, and circumstances uh, involved, were, we weren't able to kind of take that trip together. So we would have, I would have already lost the money. So I was just like, I'm gonna just go up there. We'll go back and and I'll come back after the weekend and we'll do something. So I fucking drive five hours in one direction. I get to what I believe is going to be a private Airbnb, and. The first thing I, I, I open up the door, I knock on it because I'm supposed to, I guess, introduce myself, which I thought was weird when I read it on the description. She looks surprised that I'm in a mask. She's not in a mask. And I all of a sudden start hearing like what I believe is coughing through the fucking the walls. And I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> so I, I follow this lady up to what is going to be my room. And she's like, yeah, we'll just be downstairs. We'll be hanging out. And I'm just like okay, like, when are you going to be leaving? And I haven't really verbalized this, but I take a quick piss in the toilet. I'm like panic searching on my phone. And then I never take my mask off for a second. So I pretty much rush out of the house after that. Uh, As I'm walking out, she starts fucking hacking up a lung into her arm. I'm just like, what is going on? And come to realize I booked an Airbnb where the people were going to be there the entire time. And that wasn't going to work for me. Uh, especially in the middle of a pandemic. And, you know, I we had a little bit of a COVID scare recently, so it was just not in the cards for me. So I get to the beach. I'm, I came up here ready to have, like, a Freddy Quill weekend, dude. I was ready to jerk off on the beach. I was ready to fucking fuck some sand uh, lady. You ever see The Master? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I don't remember that part. But... That's like the beginning of the oh, movie. Oh, yeah, actually, I do he remember that. that big sand yeah, lady yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, No, I wasn't really going to do that, but I was maybe going to get crabs at the very least. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was ready to have a good weekend and I'm already panicked. I'm like, where the hell am I going to go? 
So I see a pier in the distance. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to take a long walk. I'm going to go see what this pier is all about. The walk ended up being about seven miles, maybe more so, maybe a little bit less. And I get all the way over there. I, I, I think in my mind that I'm just going to be able to call an Uber. My fucking LTE on my phone doesn't work. Like my data is gone. And I'm just like, what is going on? So now it's almost sundown. I have to walk all the way back another seven miles. I walk 14 fucking miles in total. And I finally get to the car. I'm exhausted. The sun's going down. And all of a sudden I realized that I had accidentally shut off my own data. So <laughs> I am what, like, what made you shut your data off in the first place? I didn't do it on purpose. I think it, I was just holding my phone and I must've just hit the button. Really? And it just like it, it cause it's right next to the Wi-Fi thing or the airplane mode. Oh. But yeah, dude, that was just the, the cherry on top. And after I walked the 14, I was just like, fuck it, dude, I'm driving all the way back home. So I drive another five hours. So essentially I spent over a hundred dollars in gas, food and whatever other preparations to drive ostensibly 11 hours, walk 14 miles and just be surly and mad at myself the whole time. <laughs> so that's, that was my beach weekend. And that's how I capped off this movie. Uh, long story short, know what the fuck you're getting into before you take a long ass road trip, especially yeah. to the beach. Uh, another spotlight I had was retirement homes. And have you ever been scared in your life that Troy and I would put you guys in a home? Well, not specifically that you guys would do it, but, mm. you know, anybody that, you know, starts to get older, I mean, no, I do not want to be in a retirement home. Yeah. I hope it never comes to that. <laughs> or the other thing is just, you At know, 65. <laughs> losing your uh, faculties or something, you know, and or, you know, getting Alzheimer's or yeah. something. That's that's scary. Once um, you can't do the podcast anymore, I'm putting you in a fucking home. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> As long as I don't even know where the hell I am, what does it matter? Yeah, we'll sedate you, dude. Once you're finally on some like real <laughs> drug regimen, like, well, I guess, uh, I guess we talked about that last week. But yeah, you need to get on that Hunter S stuff. Completely ruin your mind. Oh God, no. And uh, this was actually a question that when I used to go drinking um, with my friends uh, pre-COVID times, I would come up with these sort of hypotheticals or just like random questions to, I guess, just wax philosophic when we're all fucking a couple drinks deep. And one of the questions that always stuck out that I thought was uh, funny to me was how many times could your partner soil the bed before you leave them? And I'm asking that to you. If, if you're like dating somebody, I guess when you know, you're married to uh, obviously my mother, it's a little bit harder. But hypothetically, if you're dating somebody, how many times do they uh, are they allowed to poop the bed before you fucking call it quits? Oh, so we're just going with poop, not uh, pee, I suppose, could be like. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think poop is more offensive, but I I put three. I did the three strikes and you're out. If it's like, if it's really close together, maybe I wouldn't accept that. But if they're like three sporadic happenings, I feel like I would have to pull the plug. I would have to think it would be after the site. I mean, you can probably always, you know, there would have to have been some reasoning mm -hmm. behind the soiling of the bed. They're drunk, um, maybe. Yeah, you know, I mean, if there was just arbitrarily like, you know, hey, yeah, I have a problem. Every once in a while, I shit the bed. And yeah. you'd be like, yeah, okay, well, I got to go, but... Uh, How hot do they have to be for you to stay? If they somebody said that to you... No, that's... You can't. You can't have be with somebody that's shitting the bed. Yeah, I mean, it's just... <sighs> Even if they're like a supermodel? No. No? I don't know. I feel like if love is really true, or at least if they're hot enough, you know, you would you would think that because we're be just able talking to. about somebody that you're dating. Yeah, 
I mean, obviously, if you got married and then, you know. She starts shit in the bed. Yeah, well, for whatever like reason. Old dog. All, <laughs> you know, My fucking wife. You'd just probably have to get somebody to, you know, <clears throat> take care of her or whatever. I mean, yeah. or deal with it. But Take care of her. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly wouldn't be sleeping in the same bed. Yeah, at that point, you guys would probably be uh, moving on to at least maybe different rooms. But that, that was always a question that I fucking love to ask. Uh, and I'll maybe remember a different one another time. But dad, what were your takeaways or any unintentional lessons that you had from this movie? Um, well, I guess wetting the bed is humiliating at any age. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't know what I would do if I did it myself. I yeah. would be just like surprised. And the other thing is, of course, I had already brought this up. The military, you know, always trying to turn technology into a weapon. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is cats will park their ass on you and they don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Dude. And you know what? Our cat Zoe does the exact same thing to your mother. Mm. I mean, in terms of that, like gets on top of her in the middle of the night. I can hear her purring. I look over and she's just propped up on your mother. And of course, you know, your mother gets pissed because it, you know, it, it causes Extra you to sleep. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, all of a sudden you wake up and your back's all messed up because a stupid cat was sitting on you. But yeah. yeah ever that since, must be a cat thing. Ever since the dog kicked the bucket, dude, our fucking cat has just been... A completely different animal than oh, what yeah. we had previously had the years prior. I mean, yeah. mouthy as fuck, wants to always be touched. Yeah, she's like, now that the dogs are gone, man, I want some attention. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking 15 <laughs> years old, And I'm going to be dude. in your face. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. At the very least, the ass is going to be in your face, because that seems to be the case. When I come home thing. from work, she is nonstop. I mean, it doesn't matter how much I pat her. She will like, I'll get up to, you know, to get something to eat. And then mm. she'll go like in the hallway and then just start meow. giving this, yeah, ridiculous meow. meow that's just so irritating. Like, yeah. I'm in here <laughs> and I'm going to keep doing it until you come over here and pat my head. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. Because that's all she wants. She's like, you just scratch her on the back of her head and then she, you know does this twirly thing i'm not yeah. even gonna get into it but i mean you can hear her on these episodes at least in the early ones before we started locking the yeah. fucking door but yeah, yeah zoe was a, a a side character oh yeah if we left the door open she'd be jumping up on the table trying to freaking rub her head on you yeah. and you know she does she'd be attracted to the mic right away absolutely yeah. and then she'd be all pissed when you grab her and put her back down to the floor yeah some uh, some people are cat people uh no, I love Zoe and everything, yeah. but she's definitely, you know, become a whole different cat now that we... Uh, she's a needy old woman. Dude. Yeah, she's the only pet in the house, so... I mean, and rightly so. I mean, she's always been, like, the third, you know, we've had third two deal. dogs and, and her at, at one point, so mm -hmm. she's, like, going, you know, it's now my time to shine. Yeah, and, these fucking jackass dogs are dead and buried now. Yeah. Let, let me shine yeah. before I kick the bucket. <laughs> so hopefully that doesn't happen anytime soon, but yeah, the cat's mouthy as fuck. Uh, a couple of my takeaways I only had two uh, One of the first ones was just Threesomes are great motivators I don't think There's maybe anything that I would Not put 100% of my effort into If I was offered a threesome As the end result I think that's like Always just the thing that you're looking for I mean that's like One of the golden rules for men It's You at least want to have More than yourself and somebody else If it's a 4G I'm selling my soul. Like, I'm doing whatever I need to do. Have you ever had a threesome? No, but, you know, I, I don't know if it's my place to say who has. But <laughs> that's something we can talk about. I, I can also say I have not. So Yeah, 
I fucking wish, dude. But uh, maybe one day. Maybe one day. I'll keep my fingers crossed. And then uh, my other one was we should just let the old people die. I mean, science has gone too fucking far. And if it's my real personal opinion, we should have a, a Midsommar type of system where at a certain age, they'll just jump off a big fucking cliff. You know, I, if if Mitch McConnell at the end of his life just decided to jump off a large cliff, dude, I would be paying for that shit like pay-per-view. I would be willing to shell out whatever money. I would give back my tax return. I would give back my stimulus check to watch Mitch McConnell jump off a cliff. Again, I remind you, I'm 58. Well, you're not there yet, dude. Like I said. what? Is, where, where's the, the cutoff for you? 65. I'm only like seven years away. <laughs> That's a long time. We have a lot of podcast episodes. If we can even make it out of the first year. Believe me, at 65, you you would not be like, oh, damn it. I wish the old man would freaking die. No. <laughs> well, we'll have a podcast like evaluation. Like after every year, when you get a year older, we're just like, all right, so are you even funny anymore? Can yeah, you right. fucking think on the fly? Has your, uh, what, improv gotten any better? That's we'll the have type to of take shit. like a poll, you know. It's like, is my old man just at this point reached reach the Should point? Should I put my old man in a home? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's just bringing the podcast down. I need to bring in some new blood. Yeah, leave a fucking review if you think. My I mean, dad that might be, be where down. we're at now, but who knows? You know, but I, I am certainly not ready to do that. At least, at least right now, you need to make it out of 2021. <laughs> we need to get to episode 100, and then I need to get jerked off in Japan. So, if yeah. you could be a part of that, then that might be the end. Yeah, yeah. Once we go back, once to Japan, we go back to Japan, give our you know final freaking podcast. Yeah, and- our episode at uh, what. Ghibli yeah, the Ghibli Park. Studio uh, Amusement Park. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, Is that supposed to open this year? It's either this year or 2022. I think it's 2022. I would have to think so. Because so. I think we had said that. Because we there was no way that we would be thinking that we'd go to Japan in 2021. No, I think... Being uh, that Tokyo is hosting the Olympics. Maybe they won't even do that anymore. That's been sort of reevaluated. What? Well, they don't really have a control on the pandemic, apparently. So they're... It's kind of up in the air as to whether they're going to even have it there. Well, they anymore. should be vaccinating their people like crazy. For sure. I mean, we all or, fucking should. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to be one of those things where, you know, the spectators are going to be, you know, they'll have the athletes, but maybe not that mm-hmm. much of any spectators. Hey, we'll be fucking vaccinated, Which dude. Is, we'll go see the Olympics. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. Maybe they're going to give, you know, special deals. Yeah. <laughs> if you've if been you're vaccinated, you know, come on down, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just bring your money. We'll fly you over. I can't believe the Japanese sound like that. <laughs> no, they don't. But. <laughs> it's better than you actually trying to do a fake accent, so no, I'm okay with that. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So let's just jump into uh, Three Lies and the Truth. We're at the, the question section of our podcast. The uh, The Vipers are in the tunnel. Uh, the referees are not fingering each other's assholes this week, but they're Why definitely... Why do you have the... F- <laughs> I said finger popping last week, dude. I, I I heard that, and I'm just like, what has he got the, you know... The, they're the always doing something with their fingers. Either it's some, like, hand exercise, or they're getting handsy with each other. Don't fucking... We're not even, like, in the questions yet. Okay, okay. Don't... <laughs> I don't want to get into a discussion about the refs maybe the finger refs, popping Maybe the refs other. have some sort of community together where they're fingering each other. Don't no. fucking hate on it, dude. They get hate <laughs> enough for making bad calls. <laughs> they want to get a little G-spot action, then leave oh, them alone. Oh, no. Return of the G-Spot comment. But, Dad, most importantly, are you ready? Yes. Okay. All right. First entry. Director Otomo has stated that his inspiration for writing Erosion Z came about after developing a friendship with his grandfather's retirement home caretaker and her comment that she wished there was a better way to care for the elderly. Entry number two. 
In the late 1990s, director Kita Kubo directed a cyberpunk-inspired commercial for an Irish stout beer that featured samurais and cyborgs. Entry number three. In addition to working as an art director for Erosion Z, Satoshi Khan was a script consultant for Otomo and even contributed the idea for the group of elderly hackers. And final entry, director Kuda, uh, Kitakubo has since retired from filmmaking after his final movie, Blood, The Last Vampire, was critically panned and has stated that he would only return if Otomo wrote him another script. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? Wow, these all sound plausible. And this movie had like very little information, so I really was uh, struggling to find anything. Yeah, even the Wikipedia page was sparse. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I but. think they even had like a thing on the top, like saying, hey, you know, you need to fill in this page a little yeah, bit help more. Help us out. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. I'm going to say the second one, the late 1990s director, uh, directed the cyberpunk inspired commercial mm-hmm. <laughs> featuring. You're probably going to tell me it's the right one now. You're going to lock it in? Yeah. Yeah. It's the real one. Oh! <laughs> How is this happening to you, dude? How do you always pick up the right I one mean, right away? That one just seems the most bizarre. I mean, the other ones all sound very plausible. It looked, I mean, I watched the commercial. It was pretty cool. It was like one of the coolest commercials I've ever seen for beer, dude. Really? If anything, Budweiser has to like get an anime department and they really need to start busting that shit Samurais out. Samurais and cyborgs for an Irish stout beer. Yeah. It was, it was very effective. It made me want to drink beer for the first time in like... I don't know, six months. So, And this was even the late 1990s. Yeah, I can't remember the specific date. It was 1990-something, but yeah, he uh, he had that commercial. It was cool. So, sucks to sucks, dude. Maybe the refs are fingering you on this one, motherfucker. Uh. <laughs> well, uh, now that we know where the ball is going, uh, Erskine's ready to take the field. It's game day. We're going to play a little, were you paying attention? So, I guess I just have to go send this over to my co-host. Joe, hit him with those horns! Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cook, coming to you live from Algian Stadium in Paradise, Nevada. We're anticipating a great game between the Las Vegas Lone Sharks and the Tampa Bay Vipers. We're XFL newcomer Patrick Vanilla Tainer Skines looking to cash in his chips in the desert, but he'll have to beat out the Strip's favorite son himself, Eduardo, born in an Arby's dumpster, Helen Kelly. Back to you, Drew. Born in a dumpster, Helen Kelly. You could probably see where my mind was going with those comments. Oh, that's that's sad. Yeah, well, I always try to grab the lowest fruit possible because I'm not funny. But <laughs> <laughs> first half, question number one. Haruko's favorite Chicago sweatshirt has a number on the front. What is it? Is it A, 17, B, 19, C, 23, or D, 25? It was B. B? 19. Alrighty, Joe, let him hear it. Thanks, Drew. The Vipers are on a hot streak after last week's W against the Cowpokes, which might explain the report that Vanilla Taint had a night to forget at the Las Vegas Strip, resulting in his 3 a.m. arrest after dancing buck naked in the Caesars lobby, Palace <laughs> lobby, claiming that he bet big on the Jake Paul Ben Askren fight. While Erskine's pockets might be fatter, let's see if he's got anything left in the tank for this first drive. 
Erskine hikes it. He's in the shotgun and he's looking for the open man. Now we'll throw it to the dump off. The dump off catches a block. Reginald married a stripper on ketamine cracking now. Getting an inch and taking a mile. First down, Vipers. Reginald married a stripper on ketamine cracking now. Helping you get onto the fucking board. So let's see if we can get this, uh, this score in your favor. So question number two. When Z001 is on display, we are told that it has a number of available games. What was the current score of the Beds Balloon Bomber game? Oh, boy. Is it A, 3,698, B, 4,378, C, 5,092, or D, 6,320? I'm just total guess. I'm going to go with A. A? All right, Joe, let him hear it. Drew, the Vipers are looking swarmed out there, and Vanilla Taint can't catch a break. Two drop balls and a sack on third will be enough to bring Bold Beef Whistle back out. And now the Lone Sharks are ready to push this one for the end zone. So we had to punt that one away. There was no uh, change in the score. So you got lucky. But we, uh, we probably won't be able to score. Let's see if we can at least get it right. Uh, question number three. At the police line around the mall, we see a man in the crowd with a popular cartoon animal on his shirt. What is it? Is it A, Mickey Mouse, B, Garfield, C, Snoopy, or D, Tweety Bird? It was C, Snoopy. Snoopy? Snoopy? (laughs) Snoopy. Okay, Snoopy. Joe, what's going on? Drew, the line, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> Drew, the, the Vipers are lined up in their bet the farm on black package. Let's see if it pays off. Erskine takes a snap. Roll out right. The defense is on his tail, but he's buying time. Now Patrick throws a money shot and it's caught. Vincenzo addicted to Blumpkins, Gordita Crunchfield <laughs> with the catch over to the fender. And he'll take this one for a first down Vipers and they'll rush out the kicker to boot this one in before halftime. So we did get one and three correct, so we have three points. All right. So we're in a very tenuous situation, but uh, I guess Joe Cuck, running down always, uh, is, is the sideline reporter as well as the host. So he's going down there, sweating a little bit. Patrick, what happened last night? How did you end up naked in Caesar's Palace? I'm, I don't believe that was me in that video. So It was, Patrick. Your tattoos and your nipples. Who it heard? Quite known to be fluffy. I've said it before. Deep fakes are now out there, and uh, there's a lot of people that you know don't like my game, and they're they're out to get me. And uh, it wasn't me. Is it true that you got a handy in the drunk tank? Um, I'm <laughs> not going to comment on that. <laughs> That's something that you're willing to concede on, <laughs> not being naked. <laughs> What a weird line to draw for yourself there, Erskine, but whatever. We're going to see if we can fuck it with this game. I, I think we I might be in trouble. I mean, if if this, you know, they might uh, suspend me. No, dude, this is the XFL. No one gives a fuck. You're also, you're, I mean, you've got... Yeah, some- but I mean, I, I might never get to play for the Patriots again. You were probably never going to play for the Patriots again anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be fucking honest. There was no way they were going to let you back, dude. The yeah, fact that they even let you're you... You're probably right. Yeah. That was a real slip in Bill Belichick's <laughs> fucking decision-making when he let you come out of the goddamn team. Yeah, consider... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what I'm thinking. Yeah, uh, You had your chance at the my, NFL. Yeah, my, uh, yeah. 
Once you got one of your protege super gonorrhea, dude, you became I'm blacklisted. I'm destined for like arena and everything else. Yeah, and, uh, you can. They still, still have arena football. They do, and then yeah. it's decided by like Twitch gamers where they fucking decide the plays and shit like that. There's really? like a whole league where like the the fans decide the plays. Yeah, it's really weird. Do you remember going to the uh, arena? I do in Manchester. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was it was never as good as the real thing. I wish I could have seen a Pats game before we fucking left, but. Neither here nor there. Question number four. You never went to a Pats game? We always went to the preseason. Oh, that that's right. Uh, after Z001 catches Tarada, or Tarada, uh, the Haru, yeah, Haru announces that his blood pressure is through the roof. What was his pulse rate? Was it A, 103, B, 111, C, 125, or D, 150? Oh. Uh. What was his pulse rate? I'm going to say B. B? All right, Joe, let him hear it. Drew, the Lone Sharks have come out hungry in this second half, and after a stop at the line and two back-to-back sacks, Vanilla Taint better hope his line can make an adjustment. Otherwise, they'll be coming for his wallet next. So we're putting that one away. It was a stalemate at three, unfortunately. But if you get these next two right, uh, you have a chance to really pull away. But we're, we're really in tenuous situation here. You could fuck this up. So question number five. When the Aches are assisting Haruko in destroying the core chip, we can see what year it is on the screen. What year is it? Is it A, 1990, B, 1992, C, 1995, or D, 2000? I'm going to say A. Alrighty, Joe? Drew, it looks like Erskine's luck might be running out because the Lone Sharks are having a field day out there. So much so that somebody on the Las Vegas staff is playing Erskine's arrest video on the big screen. (laughs) (laughs) What an embarrassment for the journeyman. So that kind of looks like you, Erskine. I don't know about that little interview you gave, but... Yeah, I'm shook now. uh, Let's just hope that you, uh, I guess, don't throw a fucking pick because this is going to be the last question. You have a a very, very slim three-point lead. All right. Question number six. Once Z001 adopts the personality of Takazawa's deceased wife, she gives him a myriad of nicknames. Which of these wasn't one of those nicknames? Was it A, Peachy Pie, B, Snuggle Pot, C, Cocklepuss, or D, Buttercup? Uh, I don't even know what a freaking Cocklepuss is. I'm, I'm going to go with C. C? <laughs> Alrighty, back to you, Joe. How's this one going to end? Drew, this is the Vipers' last stand, and they're lined up in there. What happened is Ve- what happens in Vegas package? Let's hope they aren't going home with any regrets, or at the very least, herpes. <laughs> Vanilla hikes it. The pocket is holding for the moment, but the Lone Shark sent a safety in the blitz. Now Erskine's going to take a shot for it all. But Erskine throws a dunk, and the ball is coming back the other way. Eduardo boarded in Arby's dumpster. Helen Kelly making it look easy as he takes it one back like a punt. And nobody's going to be able to stop him. Touchdown, Lone Sharks. Damn, dude. Ah. Damn. It was fucking D. It was Buttercup. That was one that he actually called her. But yeah, you could have had uh Cocklepuss. Yeah, I don't I have no fucking idea what that means. I want to like almost like check the definition. Yeah, Cocklepuss, nothing is coming Considering out. Considering it was in the dub, man. I mean, there's no such thing in Japan as a Cocklepuss. Yeah, that's maybe like a an American. I'm sure maybe not even Snugglepot, Peachy Pie, or Buttercup. I mean, I don't think those are endearing names that the Japanese use for each other. 
Well, I mean, considering that we watched the English dub, which takes plenty of liberties with the actual script anyways, yeah. we can't really expect them to be true to no. uh, maybe the pet names that you would have with your uh, <laughs> Japanese spouse. But, <laughs> hey, you just fucking beefed this one right at the uh, end. Or sky, I, so. That was a horrible game. I Obviously, I'm reeling from that. Yeah. You know, well, you bet big on parent. Until- yeah. You know, arrest. <laughs> my, yeah, my alleged fucking uh, transaction, not transaction, allegations Trans- against me. Yeah. Transget- uh, Is it transgender? No. <laughs> Transgressions? Yes, transgressions. There we go. Yeah, well, we're heading back into the locker room feeling pretty sorry for ourselves. This is definitely going to be a pity party uh, once we head to the strip club. So it's always, <laughs> since we can't leave Las Vegas without going one more time. But uh, we're going to drink a little more wine Gatorade, jump in the ice bath, and we're going to play a little word. Uh, no, not where you paying attention. Would you rather? All right. You ready? Yep. All right. Would you rather have your dick and balls permanently censored or every time you sit down, a gang of cats tries to sit on you? And by the first one, I mean... I guess you can choose your sensor of choice because when he uh, was stripped down by the machine, you see that like that yeah, black that black dot sensor. Yeah, either you can have that, you could have the little black strip. But you know, you whenever you look down at your genitals, it's just going to be fucking either blurry or have some sort of black bar over it. You'll never know what it looks like anymore. See, that was interesting <laughs> when they like blotted out his freaking dick. And that I'm was... like wondering, like, you know, was it animated? Like, cause it was like huge and like, <laughs> oh no, we can't show that. That's just, that's too big. We can't or, let them you know, know he has a huge cock. Yeah, exactly. That is a funny idea of doing it because his dick is too big. Yeah. Well, I mean, it had a PG 13 rating, but I guess any kind of like full frontal nudity would be considered, even if it's animated, hmm. is not going to, uh, obviously. Well, they they've had. Uh, I mean, in Mind Game, they showed the the kids fucking dick and balls. Yeah. And at the same point, it can be very. If it's very brief, mm-hmm. then you know it's allowed. Yeah. But it's funny how like anybody can show their ass, and that's pretty much like no problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Male and, ass, female uh, ass. And as far matter. as you know, breasts. It's funny how you can almost show like if you look at a breast, but as long as like you have a pasty on it. Like if it's if you get the nipple in there, forget it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Not that in, not so much in a movie, but yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah. how people perceive. Like, oh boy, can't show the nipple, or that's that's crossing the line. Well, Japanese porn is fucking weird for that reason because the girls will obviously just. I don't think they. Uh, I think they always censor out the genitals. Like if they are like you know blowing a fucking you know Asian dude, his dick is just pixels, or her vagina is just pixels. But like her tits will always be ready to be seen. Yeah. But it's very very strange that that is where they drew the line. Uh, or the other one, you know, I'm gonna say. How much of a gang of cats? Like twelve cats are just roaming around trying to fucking get at you. When you say permanently censored, how would it be censored? It's just, I mean, what do you mean? How to fucking? Well, I mean, what do you say? Have your, I mean, permanently censored? Like who's looking at them? You, I mean, it's just like it, if the you universe look at your just own, censors your own fucking dick and balls. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like you're gonna have the black whatever. It'll be there. Like you could reach down and touch it. You can use it, but, but you, nobody else can see it. No, everyone would see the sensor. I mean, that's something that could be like if you're kind of into not wearing clothes. That is technically almost clothing. It's almost just like, yeah. I, I guess if you wear like a thong. Well, if that's the case, yeah, I don't have any problem with that. Yeah, I mean, damn. I mean, I already got cats sitting on me, but yeah. <laughs> not gang a gang. Cats. Yeah, and one is too many as it is. So yeah, the the permanently censored is a is a funny thing, and I guess honestly, I try not to look at my dick and balls as much as I can, anyways. So I, I feel like that might be perfectly fine for me. <laughs> 
Really? If you go take a piss, you just sort of like stare up at the ceiling? Oh, yeah, dude. I'm just, <laughs> just like, I don't want to have anything to do with it. <laughs> I want to just disassociate that I'm even like, because then oh I'm just going to start touching it. And then it's just all. Oh, all right. You're trying to avoid it? Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep my cum inside me at all time. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an incel now after, uh, after all these fucking episodes. I finally went the other way. All right. Would you rather number two? Would you rather live on a mountain of trash or sleep on a soiled bed every night, but you get to wash it every Sunday? So either you become some sort of trash king, whether you live in, uh, I guess, wherever this big trash mountain is going to be, or either you or uh, my mother are going to be soiling the bed for uh, essentially a week straight, but you do get to clean it. uh, Once a week? Yeah, once a week. You can't do it every day? No, it has to be there for at least, it has to be part of the bed. For at least six of those days. Sunday is the best day, for sure. That's when we do the podcast. You'll probably just be, like, so happy to strip your bed clean of the, the various shits and pisses that you've uh, laid down on there. But oh, either that or you become Trash Mountain Man. Yeah. Which well, has its own smell problem. Yeah. And you're just living in... I mean, you could still live in your own home with the soiled bed thing. Oh, maybe I don't have to sleep in the bed. I can sleep on the floor. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> Either that or you poof, uh, you have to be sleeping near the soil thing. Like whatever the thing that you're sleeping on has to be the bathroom as well. Uh, you never have to get up is the cool part. Yeah, well, I'm not going to. I mean, it's I'm going to have to live on the mountain of trash. I mean, I'm not going to sleep in shit every yeah. freaking night. I wonder what the worst smell is, honestly. Like if you're in like a a junkyard like that i mean i'm sure you can create yourself a, an interesting little life just from like the random detritus around uh, at the park but the the bed thing like i said you do get to stay in your own house if you can just maybe sequester one corner of the bed to be like the shit and piss corner like if you're very careful that you might be able to be worked out i guess so yeah i i'm always tempted to say trash mountain too just because just want to see what that life is like. The, the thing that you're saying, though, is that you understand that you're going to soil your bed and that you've, you know, I mean, you don't get up and then all of a sudden, like, yeah, just, you know, go to the, you know, end of the bed on that, you know, left corner. A guest comes over. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just go uh, to the room, the second door on the, the right. They pull up on the door. Is this your bedroom? Just go on the corner of the bed. It's no biggie. We're going to wash it on Sunday. Ugh. <laughs> uh. So that might be it. I honestly, I'm gonna say Trash Mountain because I, it's kind of, it's sad to be on the soiled bed. It really is kind of sad yeah. to have that as the bathroom. But I want to see what the Trash Mountain life is like. It might not. I mean, you know, I'm sure like uh, every trash heap is not, you know, mm-hmm. the the grossest thing. I mean, it could just be like you know normal. Or you live on Trash Island, like in the middle of the ocean. That'd be fucking cool. You know, all those big like. Uh, areas of trash and shit like that they're like you've heard about those right trash islands just like in the ocean there's just giant deposits of trash that are just glommed together like it's a big fucking island of trash well i've heard about you know the trash that's you know big you know swaths of trash that are floating in the ocean but yeah i didn't think it's something that you could step on and I don't know if it's like that either, but I like to imagine it is. Yeah. I like to see, I imagine somebody's like stranded on there. <laughs> <laughs> the whole freaking new, you know. Yeah. Oh, they, they're trying to get country status now. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to the UN, the first representative of Trash Island. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we should have the Olympics. 
It's like, no, you can't even fucking uh, get off your goddamn island. <laughs> All right. Would you rather work as a producer for a lemon party across the country or become a dominatrix, uh, dominatrix for old businessmen? Do you know what a lemon party is? No. Okay. So a lemon party was a uh, like a shock website that was released when I was like in middle school, high school. I think I was probably like eighth to senior year. It was around that time. But it was a site that you go onto that showed a picture of old men who were like at least 69 plus just like completely naked sucking each other off. Like this is like, I don't know what the purpose of how that even became a thing, but lemon parties were like a meme, like a nasty meme on the, uh, the internet early on where like people's like, oh yeah, go check out lemonparty.com and you just see like three, four geriatric dudes just giving each other head on their limp penises. So you would be a producer. You wouldn't be involved. You would just be like organizing it. You'd be getting these dudes together. Uh, I guess I guess I'm going to say they film it and you have to be in the room, but you never have to be a part of it and you do get paid. Or you become a dominatrix. So I'm just like hosting the websites or something? or Yeah. Like I said, you're a producer. You're making it happen. Like you're getting the people tested and shit like that. You're essentially getting involved in the porn world, but with old dudes oh, no. sucking each other's limp wieners. Uh, or the dominatrix thing. I can't even believe that this is a thing. <laughs> I don't even want to pull up the website. No, of, I will not pull up the website because, yeah, I mean, I've, I've do stopped right doing that. I've already said, I mean, people say, hey, yeah, go to that, you know, this yeah, site, check this Island. out. And it's like, <laughs> no, because it's always, you know, it, it, it'll yeah. permanently freaking scar you for life. Yeah, to, go to, to Pokemon.com and no, see where you're <laughs> Or, yeah, I mean, with the dominatrix thing, though, like, the old businessmen, I would even extend that to politicians. So if, you know, an old politician, you know, Lindsey Graham is known uh, to be uh, a frequenter of not necessarily dominatrix, but male prostitutes. So you could still make a fucking... What did you just say? I said Lindsey Graham hooks up with fucking gay prostitutes, dude. Uh. (laughs) This is news to you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that that's like his thing that came out. His nickname was like uh, Lady G. No way. Dead ass, dude. Come Look on. it up. No. Same thing after Lemon Party. And it's he's like a, getting freaking elected? Yeah, because nobody can fucking prove it. I mean, the thing, well, like, people thing. have come out against him. Like, people who claim to be the, the people who were given ass to Lindsey Graham. Or maybe, I don't know if he was a bottom, but that was a thing. So, I, I'm, I'm honestly... Uh, maybe into the dominatrix thing because I could just beat up old people and they would get off on it and I would still get paid. But I don't have to be like watching people get sucked off. No. I, there's no good answer here. I, I Like I said, I'm, I like the dominatrix one. I get to fucking whip people, pour hot wax and shit. I don't have to touch them. No. I can keep my gloves on. My little leather gloves. I guess I... I no, I'm not going to do that either. You're <laughs> just... <laughs> Punting on this question? No, I mean, if I have to choose one, you're uh-huh. you're obviously going to fall. I mean, if that's the case, I I could punt on freaking half of these for yeah. you. No way, Drew. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I wouldn't allow you to do that. I would um, stop the podcast if you refuse yeah. to answer these these weird questions. I wouldn't want to be a part of this. Anymore. I'm assuming that you know, as a producer, I'm probably you know anybody that's in porn, you know, on the internet probably makes a lot of money to some degree. Uh, well, I guess gay porn technically makes the most money. I, I think in terms of the actors usually make more money than anything. That like that's another I, thing too. Like gay porn actors get paid more than most. 
Really? So you might that might be the more lucrative deal, but I want to beat up old people. So obviously, I know nothing of the porn industry, and I know maybe a little too much, <laughs> considering that Lemon Party is my homepage. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Um, like I said, whatever. Yeah. Producer. Producer. All right. Cool. That's that's fine by me. All right. Would you rather live the rest of your life in a Z double one O whatever the fucking chair's name is type bed or go back in time and become a nurse in a nursing home during COVID? So you never get to leave the bed, but you do get to have all the amenities or you become a nurse, which is the the other flip side. But you're taking care of people at the the height of the pandemic. Um, I don't see what. The rest of my life, mm-hmm. even if I'm not an invalid? Yeah, you have to be in the bed. Invalid? Does that just mean like you're old? Well, right. I mean, you're incapacitated. I mean, uh, I yeah. have to be in this bed because I can't function on my own type yeah. of thing. You turned 59. You're not funny enough to be on the pod anymore, and I put you <laughs> in a bed. That's. <laughs> well, this bed was pretty cool, actually. Yeah. And it could motor around, man. I would choose the bed. There's no way I'm going to be a nurse. No. No. The, I mean, you obviously you'd be a hero and I'm sure you uh, would be uh, able to look back and, you know, think you really did some good in your life. I'd rather get sucked off by my robot bed and let it like clean up my poop and like have it feed me paste and shit like that. I don't really care. I don't want to be helping people. <laughs> this is just really a chance for me to go off on old people. Did you so. notice in the... Uh... In the anime, when he's, you know, they're they're showing that he goes, you know, it it flashes red while they're they're urinating, mm-hmm. and then it's solid while they're pooping, and like the old man like like grins, like he's just like, hey. like yeah. he's freaking taking a dump, man, and he's like, I don't think I've ever had that pleased of a look <laughs> as poop came out of my ass, like. Well, if you were like, you know, gonna have a shit attack and you're like running for the bathroom, you probably might, you know, if you make it. Mm-hmm. Well, usually because I've had a few fo- close calls where <clears throat> all of a sudden that freaking shit comes on and you're like, oh no, and I'm like, you know, either you know miles from a toilet or whatever, or mm-hmm. just barely make it, and you're just like rushing in, pulling your pants on, and you're like, oh, thank God I made it. Yeah, like I was saying, it, it, usually if that's the situation, it's coming out too hot for me to be even like happy about it. <laughs> I'm like immediately dealing with the poop being that much, so I'm gonna go with the bed. Uh, and I imagine you do the same. Uh, all right. Number five here. Would you rather never lose your erection, but never be able to come? Or every time you get a boner, you have to do something with it or your body ages by a year. So the first one, you will be erect for the rest of your life. You will never have to worry about not being erect, but you will never have a release. You were just a steel bar as the, uh, the old man joked about. Or every time you get a boner, you absolutely have to do something with it before it goes away. Or you uh, will lose a year off your life, essentially. <laughs> so it could happen in the middle of a store. It could happen in the middle of whatever. But you have to address that boner right away. You can't let it get away from you. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm going to have to go that way. I mean, who wants to have this everlasting erection? Um... I almost want to do the everlasting erection just because like No, you don't. Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't be really able to hug people. That would be really tough. Yeah. Just like <laughs> we finally go see it. I'm not gonna say your your grand my grandparents and then try to hug them. That'd be gross. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Yeah, I guess the boner thing, like, considering that I currently live at home most of my time, it's really not, like, too much to ask for. But once I'm sort of reintegrated into the bigger world, uh, what happens if I'm, like, serving a table or something like that? Like, I have to not only maintain it through whatever I'm doing, but, like, find a way to run off and, and beat my dick until I can fucking fix the situation where I become a year older. Yeah, I mean, it'd probably be a problem for you if you're younger, you know, when you just get that, mm-hmm. you know, boner for no apparent reason. Did you uh, did you see that part where after that, um, I can't remember what her name was. I'm, I'm sure we'll, I'll see it when we get to the uh, the cast section, but like Maida hooks up with the redhead and he's like, please, no more. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. only a machine. Yeah. And I was, I had the question in my head. It's like, what's the most like times that you've actually like ejaculated in a day? Cause I've only, it was only twice for me. I've only hit off twice and I usually can't pull off another trigger at that point. Um, I honestly can't remember. I mean, any particular, you don't have that fucking number in your but head. But definitely more than two. Definitely yeah. more than two. Yeah. Damn, yeah. dude, I'm I'm weak. <laughs> I'm fucking weak. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like in that last episode or whatever, that you just have a crazy body count. You can just come forever, dude. I I got the weak end of the stick, apparently. <laughs> so thanks for nothing, asshole. <laughs> All right, final. Would you rather? Would you rather have a hacker do whatever you want once, but you have to give them a sponge bath with a happy ending for however many years you would go to jail if you were caught, or Everything you touch sticks to you for a year or it's sort of like absorbed. And how I imagine this, like there's this fucking video game where uh, you walk around and you like roll stuff around like a dung beetle, but everything starts like glomming together almost. And that's how I kind of picture this where like you're always sort of collecting on something that you're touching into this big giant mass. Or like I said, you can have a hacker eliminate all your debt. You can fucking have them wire uh, a certain amount of money into your account. But if you were to be caught, that's how many years uh, that you would have to, I guess, bathe this man or at least until he fucking dies. So (laughs) and you have to jerk him off. Oh, man. So that's like part of your daily schedule. I mean, it is a, a once a day bath. But you could be like a multimillionaire. It's just like, how are, are you willing to pay that price? Yeah, but if you get caught. Yeah. And they always get caught. Not always. Hackers, yeah. Uh, always? A lot of times, sooner or later. I guess if it's just like I a mean, one-off. I mean, if it's a one-off thing. Yeah, yeah. it might be harder. <laughs> you get into some fucking Swedish bank account or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a better bet to just maybe things sticking to you for a year because only a year i mean you could definitely but imagine like how much that really is though <laughs> anything you touch is gonna stick to you i mean i guess the you you probably wouldn't be able to drive a car yeah. either that or you'd have to start towing it around or rolling it around like a big yeah. dung beetle yeah i i guess i mean anything you touch with your fingers um, I guess so. If you use your hands, I suppose, like, you know, if we were to touch these mics, like, it would just be stuck to your hand until you grab something else, and then that connects to that. So it just becomes, like, one big mass. Yeah. I think after a year, that would be, like, a lot. 
you would pretty much just have to be in bed and yeah you need to be (laughs) you'd have to be cared for in one of those fucking beds you can't you know somebody have to feed you and Mm -hmm. you're just sitting there naked just like the dude yeah that's really just incapacitating (laughs) you uh I'm going to have to try to do the hacker thing. I really, maybe I'll just have them do like a, a, a more grand scale thing that doesn't necessarily pertain to me, like eliminate all student debt or something like that. Just like trillions <laughs> of dollars worth of debt, how a hacker would do that all at once. I'm not really sure. That's, that's sort of like in Mr. Robot. Is that? Yeah. He somehow, they commit this hack and it disrupts all the, they lose all the data like for credit cards, all the debt mm. everybody Oh, that's it, cool. You know, yeah. So, yeah, I guess I would have to go with that one. I mean, because the other thing just seems like it just wouldn't last. I mean, it would just be too much. I feel like the accumulation of shit, unless, like you said, unless I'm completely incapacitated for a full year, then I don't know. It just seems like too tough for me. <laughs> but, uh, hey. I don't know. I think I'd find a way around it. But Yeah, you always fucking do. Yeah. You always find At least some I think I weird can. logical loophole. <laughs> You have a business card. <laughs> I can't touch you. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dad. We're uh, we're all done. We're all cooled down. We're uh, I guess feeling pretty bad about ourselves, but we're still looking forward to that first drink. Looking forward to that first lap dance. But we're also looking forward into the future of these characters. Uh, we're in Ghibli all grown up, where we uh, I guess either do bit skits or sequel ideas. And I know I have a bit idea. I didn't know if you had anything no, prepared I don't that you want to bring up. No. So my bit idea was that I guess I would be, or not necessarily I, but like one of us is like a, a kid uh, or at least a younger person who is finally going to the beach, like having a good time. He's meeting his friends at the beach, but also his his mother is like making him drive his grandpa there or something. It's like your grandpa's recently been fucking vaccinated, like take him with you. Apparently, like he wants to do this and this, uh, but that's what I wanted to do. Okay. Um. Who did you want? Do you want to be the old man or do you want to be uh, the person taking him? No, I'll be the person taking him. Okay. Okay. Uh, Let me just, I guess, set a little timer here. All right. Go. Grandpa. Well, hey there, Sonny Pop. I heard we're going on a beach trip. Yeah, we are. You ready? Oh, uh, well, I've been uh, sitting inside all year and... Quite frankly, the retirement home was almost like Nam, so I'm I'm excited to be back on the beaches uh, in a in a non weird way. Well, before we take off, I just gotta tell you, you, you need to put on some pants. Well, are you sure? <laughs> Is this not one of those nudist beaches? No, Grandpa, it's not. No, we're not back in Normandy. <laughs> no. No, it's, uh, you know, 2021. Holy shit, I'm fucking old. All right, Sonny Pop, let me, uh, let me go pull on some trousers and, uh, let me, uh, I, I guess I forgot to take my medication, so I'll be right back. So I, I fucking walk in, I come back out, I'm in the tightest speedo you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> and, uh, I guess we drive to the beach, it's a long fucking road, and we finally arrive. Oh, my neck and my back! And my pussy in my crack. Was that what that song said, son? <laughs> What's that, Grandpa? Oh, nothing. I was just listening to the radio on my uh, in my earpiece there. Where's your your? Are we meeting your friends? I thought that was what your mother said. Yeah, they're they're coming, but uh, 
you know, why don't we uh, set up and uh, I'll get you all situated. Where where, where do you want to go? You want to just uh, sit under that uh, this umbrella I brought? I would love to. I'm uh I burn pretty easily, so I I, I definitely need uh I need you to rub some some lotion on my back uh, if you'd be so kind to do so. Well, yeah, I guess I can do that for you. I take my but you're, you're... <laughs> back off, and I have boils all over my back. <laughs> It's been a long time in the nursing home. I, I've been sitting on my back quite a bit. I apologize oh, for my lumps. Those look like some nasty bed sores, Grandpa. I don't know if you want to put any lotion on that. That might hurt. Well, it's it's better to have the lotion and then to let the sun really get at me. So <laughs> lather it on, Sonny Pop. Okay. Uh, hold on a second, though. I, I, I forgot something in the car. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> no, you... <laughs> what? I, think I, don't know. I guess I was going to say that I'm just sitting here, like, on my stomach, kicking my legs around, and I fucking... Uh, I look up, and I see... I just see some, like, old lady, and I'm just like, Caroline? <laughs> Caroline, is that you? <laughs> Why? How are you? have you been? Caroline, I, I haven't seen you in... I haven't seen you in 50 years. What what happened? What, what are you doing nowadays? I see we both have gotten so old. Well, yes, I haven't gotten any younger. <laughs> but, you know, when we were dating, you had that little problem. And uh, I just couldn't, you know, take it anymore. Little problem? Are you... I mean, I only soiled the bed once. Twice at the most. That you remember. Well, Caroline, I was going through... I had nom flashbacks for a long time. I, I'm not quite sure I could even sit down without pooping myself. So I, it's not particularly fair for you to hold that against me. It's 50 years from now, and I'm I'm in the best shape of my life. <laughs> I show her my bed sores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it certainly looks like you're in good shape, but... You know, it was nice to see you and everything, but uh, I, I've got to get going. Well, are you here alone? Or are you, uh, you? And what's that smell? What is it, low tide? <laughs> I'm fucking waving behind my ass. Oh, it's, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's uh, it's this lotion my my uh, my my young grandson put on my back. It smells like garbage. But are you here alone, Caroline? Are you? Would you like to join my my grandson and I as we have a, a nice little beach day? No. Um. Like I said, I I've got to be going. Well, wait. Where are you going? Are you? Do you have a? I have a boyfriend. Oh. Uh. Is it that fucking whippersnapper, Timmy, Timmy Long John's? <laughs> Long John's? No, he's long gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, Caroline, I'm uh, I don't really know what to say. And then all of a sudden, my dick gets really fucking hard. I'm just like, oh no, I took the wrong pill. Uh, Caroline, I'm uh, I'm so sorry. My dick is absolutely enormous. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Somebody get this man a towel. <laughs> uh, then you uh, you run back from uh, the car like Grandpa. <laughs> Grandpa, what what what? Jeez, what the heck? You're popping a tent over here. I mean, I've got an umbrella. Yeah, but please shield me, shield me from this <laughs> this embarrassment. I'm I've met an old ex, and I just I don't know what to do with myself. Uh, I knew this was gonna happen, Grandpa. A couple. Of you just can't control yourself. Yeah, I mean, it's impressive. I mean, you're still able to get it up and everything, but, you know, this is a public beach, and you're drawing attention to yourself. 
This well, is a problem. Well, I was always very popular in the old home. I, I very narrowly avoided almost every disease possible. But I, I promise you, Sonny, I dicked down all the ladies in the, in the home <laughs> quite a bit. I had enough dick to pass around. Sorry, Caroline, that you had to hear that. But essentially, now that you've you pushed me to the wayside, some fucking uh, surfer like beach baller guy knocks a ball over. Oh, sorry, man. I didn't mean to. Oh, my God. Is that a fat fucking cock? <laughs> And then his fucking friend comes over, too. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm the friend. <laughs> my God. Stop looking at my giant dick. That's not fair. What were you, in porn? <laughs> Me and John Hughes used to DP ladies all the time. <laughs> what is your name, sir? My name. What are you into? Is that, that old 60s porn stuff? Well. Or is it even later than that? They'd called me by the Mandingo, but that didn't really play out very well. People said it was racist for a white man to be be called such a thing. But yes, I had my time in porn, and uh, apparently this fucking bitch over here, Caroline, doesn't have much of an appreciation for for my skills in the bedroom. But oh, I'm getting I'm getting fucking lightheaded at this point. <laughs> like I. Sonny Pop, I need to sit too down. Much, too much blood rushing to the wrong place, Grandpa. You better sit down. I fucking see And uh, we're going to have to talk to, uh, we're going to have to take away your Viagra. Yeah. This is getting out of hand. Oh, I'm, uh, honestly, Sonny Pop, I'm not feeling so good. Uh, my dick is just getting, like, pushy through my pants. I'm still kind of wobbly. I'm, uh, I'm really, uh, I'm really, uh, I fucking fall on the ground. Uh, yeah, you, <laughs> you call for, like, a lifeguard or something. <laughs> Help! Hey, man, get your fucking grandpa a goddamn lifeguard! I'm the lifeguard. I guess so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's going on here, man? Is is, is your grandpa okay? What's going on? Did it, it it was he in the water? No, man. I don't even know. I just was playing volleyball, and this fucking guy came over, trying to hide his grandpa's big ass dick, but it doesn't look like he can hold it. <laughs> I, we're gonna have to get an ambulance here, man, because I can't do anything for that, man. <laughs> I just like whisper to you, Sonny Pop. Is there any female lifeguards who want to blow on my fucking... <laughs> blow up my beach me? ball? <laughs> I need to let the air out. <laughs> There's too much. Yeah, and I guess uh, I guess I fake a fucking heart attack and some fucking, I guess, lady comes over and uh, resuscitates me, blows me or something. I don't know. <laughs> and then I just like... I don't think that would bring <laughs> you back. <laughs> Well, finally, you try to give me mouth to mouth. I'm like, no, wait, I, I wanted a lady. Oh. oh, no. This is such a disaster. I should have stayed home in the nursing home. At least all these people understand me and my big ass dick. Oh, all right. Wow. Well, that's uh, that's good enough for me. I'm done being an old person. I'm uh, I'm too young for that bullshit. But yeah, that was fun. Took yeah. Took part of the beach. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you'll probably be going to the beach with me anytime soon. Uh, yeah, wait, you didn't even get your friends to fucking arrive yet. It's just like we had a crisis almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that may or may not have been a good bit. I guess we'll figure that out in post. But we're trying to put this movie into a grander context. We're trying to put this into the, the best of the best conversation. So let's try to put this one on the Rushmore. Uh so as, as I've had some trouble the last couple of weeks, I only have three. A lot of these movies haven't been good enough for me to find four straight. So right. I have, uh, first up, 
the old man Rushmore. Uh, so I don't actually have Takazawa. I have the cool hacker aches uh, for uh, contention here. So did the old hackers beat out uh, Mr. Miyagi in The Karate Kid, Carl Fredrickson in Up, Emmett Brown in Back to the Future, or Alfred Pennyworth in The Dark Knight? Um, Nah, I, I'm not going to put him up there. No, I don't think they had a chance either. I mean, plus there's multiple... I mean, there's that one guy, but they all there's a a bunch of the old men are yeah. sort of involved in. Well, the we've whole. had like group submissions for the Rushmore before, but I guess, I guess it's it's too much to ask to kick off any of these guys because, I mean, Doc Brown's a genius. Fucking the up guy makes his house flow. The thing about the hackers too is that the computer they're using has floppy disks, and these guys are real old. I mean, they're in a nursing home. Mm-hmm. And when they, I mean, if they're saying that they were young hackers, because, I mean, if they predate floppy disks, there wasn't a lot of hacking going on. That's a that's a smart observation. I'm not, <laughs> that's a good fucking point. Yeah, I had to throw some water on that, man. I wonder, like, when the first hacker was. Like, when was the first time that you could even be a hacker? Well, when they started putting, you know, when they started the internet type of thing or when they had a network. Cause you know, there's, I guess obviously you could hack a mainframe or something if you just like broke the passwords, but mm. hacking didn't become, uh, you know, prevalent until you literally could, you know, dial up, a, you know, and get on uh, with a modem and, and hack into a machine or something. Interesting. Yeah. I'm i uh, I'm okay with keeping those, those old fucks off. So let's just keep it, uh, keep it 100 with everybody who's on there. So next up, Technology gone wrong. Does Z double zero one? I never know how to say that. Beat out Ultron in uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, the Gunslinger in Westworld, uh, the Replicants in Blade Runner, or the pre-crime machine in Minority Report. So a big mechanized bed going wild on the um, I, I'm actually inclined to put them on it on because the pre-crime machine in Minority Report. The technology doesn't go wrong. Doesn't it frame him though? Or is how is that how is he implicated, Tom Cruise? Well, I mean somebody manipulates how the uh, I can't remember exactly how the movie goes, but mm-hmm. it isn't that the machine um acts out. Yeah. That's it, fair. And it's really not a machine, it's the the um what the heck it's the three people that are that they use. Mm-hmm. I can't uh, the I can't remember what they call them. The uh, Oracle type of shit. Yeah, well, there's yeah. a there's the woman and the two twins, hmm. and they have this uh, psychic ability, and they they basically use them to, you know, figure out hmm. when a crime is going to be. Okay, well, I mean that the technically the technology it's not not so much like a, a robot specifically, but I think that's at least grounds to have it considered i mean the z uh the z bed does it blow them up at the very end because that's what it seems to imply where everything goes white and then they start screaming so that's that that is pretty bad in itself if it goes on to kill all the main characters at the end right so i'm okay with taking the the pre-crime machine off technically because like you would uh, mention it's not necessarily a, a machine it's more some weird psychic fucking people and shit so 
That's fine by me to put that up there. And uh, I actually had a, 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 lit, a relitigation of one of our previous Rushmores. I had the big robot Rushmore. Uh, so same thing. Um, does the, the Z001 uh, beat out the Iron Giant and the Iron Giant, Gypsy Danger and Pacific Rim, Optimus Prime and Transformers, or Unit 1 and uh, End of Evangelion as we uh, put it up there. We took off Mechagodzilla. You think that was a chance? Well, I'm missing that one on the dock here. Oh, I think I, I might have accidentally posted that into something else. My bad. But, uh, yeah, well, I'm doing that. What do you think? End of Evangelion, Unit 1, Optimus Prime, Gypsy Danger, or Iron Giant? That was a last-minute addition. That was my bad. Um, I mean, it's close, but I'm going to say... I'm going to say no. Yeah, same. Just because, I mean, Unit 1 is dope. Optimus Prime is, uh, I suppose they're all sort of have hey, a mind Optimus of their own. Optimus Prime, come on. Yeah. Gypsy Danger is the only one that doesn't seem to have like an internal personality because the Iron Giant obviously is like a person in and of itself. So uh, I, I don't think it, it doesn't really work there for me. Yeah, and technically, I don't know if we want to say that the Z... Uh, 001 is a is a robot, technically. Well, it's like a mech. Yeah. Which is a robot. But it wasn't designed to be a robot. It just sort of takes on the characteristics. Somehow, I guess maybe it is, well, the super they don't computer, know it. Yeah. The supercomputer necessitates it to be sort of considered to be some sort of robot because it has the capability of building on itself and being smarter. I mean... I'm still, I'm still not going to put nah. it on there. This movie didn't like do enough for me to like justify it. Because even in the end of Evangelion situation, like the unit one earned its fucking place on that, uh, and right. ended, ended all of humanity. So right. I'm okay with that. So I don't know about you, Dad, but I'm done talking about this movie, and I'm trying to do this motherfucker myself. I'm gonna do a we're gonna do a live action Netflix recast. So did you uh did you have anyone as a director in mind for this one? Well, we have to do Right Away Bay. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> right Away Bay. Can Michael Bay direct this movie? Absolutely. I do think he could as well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot. Like, that was our thing now. Yeah. Right Away Bay. Yeah, new. I mean, he did the whole big robot uh, shtick before, and this seems to be, like, pretty low bar social commentary. I don't think it, like, really cuts too deep. It what I did have a satirist in mind is why I put up Mike Judge who did uh, Idiocracy and he's done a bunch of different stuff that kind of fell into that vein or even like Adam McKay wouldn't be bad but I needed the satire element to be uh, held on to if yeah I like that so good good on you to remind me about Michael there because <laughs> he needs to get his uh, his shout out every episode now since yeah we're just all about re-saying the same jokes. I mean, it seems like if there's any kind of mech, I mean, Bay's there, and then yeah, Bay has to at least be in the conversation. Yeah, he earned his place as the big mech guy. Yeah, uh, who did you have as your Haruko? Haruko, yeah. Well, <laughs> my next two picks just became, I mean, came up because of the show we were watching. What is that one? Made, made for, for love. Made for love. Mm -hmm. So I have Kristen uh, Miliotti. Miliotti. Who I love, Kristen Milliotti. Yeah. And I probably said that. But she's got these eyes, and um, she seems like she's just perfect for an anime. <laughs> oh, I agree, dude. She has uh, the very particular look. Same, same with uh, Anya Taylor Joy or whatever, big, like, yeah. anime eyes. Yeah, yeah. But Kristen Milliotti is like, 
top five for me. I when she became the mother on How I Met Your Mother, I had such big hopes for her. All she really ended up doing for a long time was being the wife of Leonardo DiCaprio and the Wolf of Wall Street and really not doing a lot that I remember. But she's finally getting hers. I mean, I'm completely down for that pick. So love me some Kristen Milioti. Uh I had Shailene Woodley, who I actually don't know if her last name is Rogers, but she just fucking married Aaron Rodgers. Did you know that? Did they actually get married? Married, married, yeah. Maybe potential future Jeopardy host Aaron Rodgers is uh Wow. Got married to her in like a year's time. They because all I just thought like he just recently broke up with uh Danica Patrick and then I just thought this was the next you know, his next uh girlfriend, but for them to get married. Mm-hmm. It was like a really short time period from what I understand. Hmm. 2020 was apparently enough of a compression time uh, sphere for them to tie the knot. So Miss Shanley Woodley Rogers, uh, if that is maybe. (laughs) Wow, that's just news to me. But yeah, it was pretty crazy when I found that out. But, you know, anything is really possible. And uh, I guess when you're looking for love, when you're looking for love in 2020. Yeah. Who did you have as your Mr. Tereda? And now I I, I picked Ray Romano. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I mean, Ray has a special place in my heart just because, like, everybody, like, you and mom love that show, uh, the yeah. Romano show. So, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm always down for Ray. I had uh, Kyle McLaughlin, who obviously was in, like, Twin Peaks and a bunch of different uh, David Lynch stuff. Did you, uh, did you ever watch Twin Peaks? Yeah, I've watched some of it. I wasn't a big fan. No. No. I always wanted to get into it because I think David Lynch is cool. And I liked Velvet Blue or Blue Velvet. Yeah. Um, so I I guess I really have to maybe give it its uh, its time. But I remember him as the, the captain in How I Met Your Mother as well. So I just think he had kind of the, the swept back hair look. And he seems like he could play a, a pretty decent bureaucrat at the at the very yeah. least. Yeah, he works. Uh, here's a familiar face. Who is your Nobuko? Sonoya Mazano. Our favorite here. Yeah. One of your favorites for sure. Yeah. We, I would like to see her in more shit. I mean, that's how we always kind of comment on this, but like, she's just a, I think she'll, she's going to come up. Yeah. I mean, she was in that devs and, uh, who knows what she's, she's probably making a movie now somewhere. Hopefully. Once, once she finally has a new project, I can't wait to shout it out. (laughs) Now that she's just part of the group. I had, uh. Zosha Mamet, or I think that's what her name yeah. is pronounced, but uh, she was Shoshana in Girls. And I think I hit this one pretty pretty close to what I could because it seems like this lady looks pretty darn identical to me, at least, to the... To yeah, the that is a uh, a really good pick. I When I saw her, I was just like, oh, that's Shoshana from Girls. Yeah. And I like Girls. Uh, that was like a fun show to watch. It, I didn't finish it. Yeah, me and your mother used to watch it. Yeah, I was I was down for it. I, I mean, really... she was more into it than I was, but of course I get sucked into whatever she's watching. Yeah. Well, I liked But Al- I thought it was good. I liked Allison Williams for a while because she was on a Jake and Amir podcast, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to just support Girls. So I was down for that. Uh, who was your Maida? I had Ezra Miller. The, uh, the the woman pusher himself, yeah, <laughs> the choker actually. Yeah, I, I look that up and I go, well, considering this character is just considered an asshole, so uh, <laughs> I was like, hey, well, that's so funny. Like, that is pretty typical, though. Like, you're only so many drinks away from sleeping with a, a complete loser asshole at the bar, especially if you're like working together. But Meta definitely capitalizes on just being the only dude around, yeah, because this dude is a fucking deadbeat. 
He's always worried about his reputation and shit. I, 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 second time around watching this, I didn't like Meta at all. No. Uh, for this role, I had uh, Alex Landy, who uh, apparently is the first male surgeon of Asian descent on Grey's Anatomy. And I haven't seen the season that he's in. That's like season 15. I've only seen maybe like the first season of Grey's Anatomy, which was fine. Um, but yeah, I, I would I would like to at least give it to a role who, I mean, he's already playing somebody who works in a hospital. So might as well keep it in the, the hospital sphere. Well, it seems uh, funny that they didn't have Asians before because I've actually had, seen plenty of doctors out of Asian descent. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I don't know why it took them 15 seasons to do it. I don't, I mean, that's just what his like, almost like the first line of his Wikipedia type shit is. Like, that seems to be like the calling card for his character. Apparently he's like, the character is gay and he's not. I don't know. There was some sort of uh, distinction there, but yeah. hey, I'm, I'm down to throw uh, Mr. Landy back into the mix. Uh, we have, yeah, three more. Who is your Nori? Uh, I went with Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. Who I st- still freaks me out that she's fucking married to Sasha Baron Cohen. I know that's so bizarre. That's one of those weird couples. Yeah, and uh, Isla Fisher's fucking hot too. Yeah. So I mean, good on uh, good on Sasha. I haven't. I mean, I I know that in the Borat movies they had that one scene where he was naked and it had the giant fucking black uh, sensor mark. So maybe that was to life, and maybe that's the reason <laughs> why she ended up with Sasha. But uh, yeah, so Isla Fisher, great redhead. I had uh Rose Leslie, who is uh, Ingrid in Game of Thrones, and I haven't seen her in anything since she got fucking, you know, if you haven't seen her at this point, she fucking dies in Game of Thrones. But she uh, she just has to get more work, dude. She was cool. She's like a Scottish actress. Yeah. I would love to see some more, uh, some Miss Leslie there. Yeah, she works. And uh, I know you just commented on mine, so I'll yeah. just say my, uh, my talk is out. I had Bruce Dern. Yeah. Mr. Nebraska himself. I, when I, when you put that up there, I was like, yeah, that's, he would play the perfect yeah. Takazawa. Well, he's just so fucking old at this yeah. point. Like, he doesn't have to really do anything. He just has to show up, collect his check, and piss the bed. Like, yeah. that's. Well, I, 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 you know, and I picture him, I want to not picture him. I mean, he was in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? When he's just that's sitting in that guy. bed, man, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I guess it wouldn't be too much of a stretch to ask him to do something like that. Then yeah. it's like, hey, you kind of did just do the same thing, and uh, <laughs> yeah. want to do it again. <laughs> That's why I said it's perfect. Well, I'm glad you liked it. Uh, we got one more. Who is your Hasegawa? I had Ed Helms. Ed Helms from Hangover fame. Yeah, he, he's like a funny, funny dude. I uh, well, the thing is, is like, I picture this this film sort of having more comedic value than, uh, you know what I mean? In it's a sort remake kind of yeah, situation. Yeah. That it would be sort of funny, you know, more of a satire, funny thing. I could see it happening. I mean, Ed Helms is, uh, works for me. I mean, he did a bunch in the hangover. He was in the office. Uh, that's fine. I had, uh, Jesse Eisenberg just because I consider Hasegawa sort of like a, a weaselly, sneaky type of dude, and fucking Jesse Eisenberg just plays those type of roles to a T. Yeah, I mean, no, he's a good pick for that. Yeah. So I, I, I guess we both were hitting it from like two two different sort of mind frames, but I, I like either of those picks for me. Uh, so, Dad, last call for alcohol. The I guess we haven't really put too much of a uh, den in that bottle, so we might have to have one more glass before we go. But uh, 
Muskie himself is is very much anticipating for us to be out here. So, is there uh, any questions for the director before uh, I guess we're asked to be kicked out or asked to leave? Um, I sort of questioned whether the cat had maybe some tie into his dead wife. Like maybe it was like his wife really, because the cat sort of plays a part. Like it's, you know, the cat sleeping on top of him. And at the end, the cat goes in and takes out the, mm-hmm. the chip or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I did see that. I saw that it like trotted out with whatever. Yeah. It grabs something scenery. and walked out. And then of course she comes back, you know, in this big, whatever she was at that point. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't even understand how the dead wife inhabits that machine to begin with. Unless it's like tapping into his brain or something, like his memories and somehow recreating it, you know, as some kind of AI. Because they just show the, well, you can go ahead and. Well, I was just going to, that was my question is like, how can the computer just make a voice from the picture? So it, 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 like you said, it maybe is tapping into something in his head or his memories or it's some way integrated into sort of the neural system. Yeah. But. Yeah. But it's funny that the cat just shows up, too, because I think the cat shows up later, right after he's sort of been out, you know, traveling towards the beach, right? Or does it come in early, like, when he's... At what point does the cat enter that machine? I don't know how the cat got to the beach, to be completely honest with you. Now that we're bringing it up, I don't know how the cat got from the apartment to the fucking yeah. beach, because either she was, like, on the fucking machine itself, or he was... Uh, the cat was in the bed? Well, like, I think they show at some point that the cat enters, you know what I mean? But it, I don't, I can't remember what part of the movie, but I'm, I'm pretty sure they show that the cat all of a sudden shows up and, and goes in, you know, and sits in the machine somewhere. Hmm. But I always felt like maybe the cat had some kind of weird, you know, tie into the, the, the wife. A like spiritual it was, connection. Yeah, yeah, there was some kind of like reincarnated as a cat or something and it's, I could see it. I mean, if you told me that was the case, if that was the director. Because they never really, you know, never, I don't think they give the cat a name or anything, right? The cat's just sort of hanging out with him and then, you know, it shows up later and then it grabs the the little chip or whatever it took out. Mm -hmm. Because the thing of it is, I thought that they destroyed the chip too. That was the whole thing. They were supposed to go and destroy the central, I thought that was what they were doing. Yeah. When she put that, you know, the air tank in it and Mm -hmm. then blew it up. But then all of a sudden, this thing's still like living, and it's just and the cat can just fish it out, like, yeah. Just grabs it with yeah. his fucking teeth and walks yeah. away. Yeah, the cat's just like, oh yeah, and takes it, and then somehow it reconstructs itself just from a chip. It, yeah, it's... Uh, that that leaves a lot of questions, and especially how it ends, where like I said, it just goes white, and everybody's screaming. So, well, you know, that's the whole thing with anime. There, there's so many freaking plot holes in these things; it's not even funny, and yeah. you just sort of have to go with it, and just you know, or you have to pick it apart in a podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're really there for. I guess just so. for somebody to fucking mull it over with their father over a glass of wine. Uh, did you have any uh, musky maxims? Any unsolicited advice? Again, I didn't even give thought to it. I- I'm gonna have to work on do. this. Yeah, it's all you have to do is just come up with like I fucking said coconut oil was good for jerking off last week. Like, yeah, <laughs> I guess I-, I feel like Muskie's gonna be deeper than that, though. You know, what I mean, he's gonna give life lessons. You know, because Coglin was just like more of like, of course, Coglin's laws weren't that great either. They were uh, sort of stupid. Hmm. I guess if I were to say, if I were to step into the body of Muskie, I would tell, I guess, my patrons to read the fine print of your Airbnb, or you might end up uh, disappointed, 
uh, <laughs> the whole fucking trip. So read the fine print. Yeah, read the fine print. That's that's Muskie's Massim this week. Uh, so notes and errata. We are outside. I am waiting for my Uber. Was there uh, anything you wanted to bring up before we go? And I guess I, I hop on this Ubi. Um, no, I don't have anything. No, I don't think so either for myself. I haven't listened to that uh, episode fully, so I don't know if I did anything bad, but I don't think I did. Um, so this is going to be the, uh, the Jackson Maine through the window. Hey, what's your wine rating? <laughs> I thought it was good. I did think it was good as well. And, um, well, I'm, I, would you give it your highest rating? Hell no. No. I would give it uh I mean, it's one of those fours. I'm going to go just under just because it doesn't have like the flavor that I like, I suppose. But I, oh, that was a weird thing that came out of my throat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would give it uh, 3.75 uh, just because it's a Dave Matthews. Gru Grux Kings. I'm going to make a, a Dave Matthews reference there. Gru Grux Kings. Yeah. What the hell is that? I don't know. That's just some Dave Matthews thing. That was the name of one of his albums that somehow was nominated for uh, uh, Grammy, but, you know. Yeah, I'm going to give it um, four out of five. What can I do? Cats on your chest? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cat chest sitters. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Cat ass in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, hey, now that we know what we're doing next week, this is just a reminder to uh, leave us a five-star review if you guys like what we're doing. Leave us a suggestion. Leave us something to pimp you out on. Uh, just get active in the in the reviews on our iTunes. Yeah, because Lord Kobe, this next one's for you, boy. Yeah, we're specifically... We're, we might even Skype you in, dude. So <laughs> you can come in for one question and then we immediately log off. But yeah, we're going to be doing a uh, Jinro next week. And if you guys have any movies that you want us to watch, just let us know. But you got to leave us a five star review. Uh, so just like always, we have absolutely no idea what we're doing. And hopefully on the other end, we'll be able to uh, see if it's all right. But until then, we will just have to see you next week. Yep. And bye bye. Bye bye. And uh, don't drink a drive.